You've got ideas, you've got ambition, you've got no time, or so you think. I'm Marissa Lonick, and I help busy moms with big dreams and no time. Join me each week as I dive into time management strategies, goal setting and achieving framework, and inspiring guests who are juggling mom life, work life, fill in the blank life. Dreams don't work unless you do, and just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't still make it happen, whatever it means to you. Welcome to the Mama Work It podcast. Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Mama Work It podcast. So glad you're here. If you're new around here and you don't know me, my name is Marissa Lonick. I am the host, the founder of Mama Work It, a working mom of four, and I am just super excited you're here today. We are talking about a hot topic called the post-vacation blues. So we're approaching a very interesting time of year, and you're probably already kind of in it, right, which is the holiday season. Now, I'm not trying to hate on the holiday season. Like, I love the holiday season, capital L-O-V-E, love it. I love the music. I love the decorations. I loved the, I love the gift giving. I love the food. And usually, this time of year, a lot of us are off routine because all of these wonderful things. Maybe we're on a much needed break from the day-to-day regularly scheduled programming of life. Our schools are closed. Maybe you're on PTO from work. Maybe your company even closes for part of this time. I know when I worked in corporate, we had we had some closures during this time of year, which was so nice. Or maybe it's kind of slow at work because A lot of people are checked out. I mean, obviously, this is going to depend on what kind of work you do. If you work in retail, you're like, girl, you are not speaking to me. Like, it is probably nothing of the sort. But I imagine the rush is not as intense. Maybe the week between, let's say, Christmas and New Year's, perhaps. Just taking a guess there. Like, you must get a little downtime, even if you're in this industry, a little off routine during this season somehow. At least I hope you do. So what I want to talk about is not the season you're in right now, this like pre-holiday season or the holiday season where there's like the hype of it, because there's not much really to say to you other than enjoy it. Enjoy it. I've already given you tips on how to make it a smooth, productive, and fun season. That was episode 113. If you haven't listened, be sure to check that out. And I'm here today really as a way to help you once this little quote unquote vacay is over. So you might be scratching your head and you might be wondering like what the hell I'm talking about. Why I'm over here trying to rain on your holiday vacation parade. I'm not, by the way. I just want you to be prepared for when it's over because the transition back to regular everyday life, it might not be as fun as what you're experiencing today. So there is a backstory to this, you guys, and This isn't the first time this type of thing has happened to me, but it's the first time I wrote about it. So this past summer, 
I spent 11 days in New York visiting family. New York's where I'm from. So you could call it a vacation. I mean, technically, I guess it was, but it didn't necessarily feel like one. I wasn't sipping pina coladas at the beach. I wasn't getting luxurious massages after a day lounging by the pool. You know, in all honesty, like anybody who goes on vacations with kids, like do you actually experience those things? Maybe, but probably not, right? But that's besides the point. So this getaway, it was still a getaway though. Like I was outside my home, not on my routine. I was doing things I wouldn't normally do. I wasn't working that much. I even kind of lost track of what day it was by the second week. It was one of the longest, if not the longest trip I have ever taken since becoming a parent, since becoming a mom. And it was great in so many ways. But what happened when I got home was not so great. It was something I didn't really expect and I really wasn't prepared for. And that's the fact that this break, quote unquote, put me in a weird funk after I got back home. So while I was in this funk, I was reflecting, I was researching more about this. And this phenomenon is actually like a real thing. And it's called the post-vacation blues or post-vacation depression. So post-vacation depression, it is actually legit. And according to goodrx.com, one out of every five Americans experiences it. So there's a chance that after this vacation you're experiencing right now, whether that's outside your home or just outside your regular routine, you may be one of the 20% of people who come back to a little bit of a funk in the new year when you kind of hit the ground running back to regular life. So how I felt the day after I arrived home from that trip was utter exhaustion. I thought maybe a big part of how I felt had something to do with the diet or the lack thereof that I had been following during my trip, during my vacation, which I could think easily could be the case for many of us during this particular season too. Like I know I tend to sometimes overindulge in things my body is not used to consuming. So when I was feeling low energy and really tired after that trip, my first thought was, oh, this is definitely coming from what I've been eating. It's got me sluggish, it's got me groggy and foggy and all the things. But in addition to that, I like simply couldn't muster up the motivation to do the things I needed and wanted to do. And then because I wasn't doing them, I was feeling even worse for not doing them. So if you know me, you know like I'm normally a very self-motivated person. So when I felt this way, when I had gotten home from that trip, It really sucked and it felt really uncomfortable. And while it wasn't necessarily my first time feeling this way, I definitely found it equal parts like strange and scary because I had just come off this trip like I should have been rejuvenated, ready to dive back in, but I was actually like really confused why I was feeling like this. So on today's episode, I don't want to scare you or like warn you or make you feel anxious about the possibility of feeling some sort of like post-vacation blues, I simply want to give you some tools that were helpful for me when I experienced this in case this happens to you and hopefully they'll be helpful to you as well. So this is not medical advice. 
I am not a doctor. I have zero experience in the medical field. If you feel like you need to talk to someone about feeling blue, please, please do it. Seek support. These tips are not meant to replace any sort of medical treatment, medical advice, medicine, not at all. Please, please go to a trained professional if you're feeling like what's going on uh, would be helpful to see someone professionally trained in the medical field. So just want to say that out there again, not medical advice, just some things that I experienced that worked for me that maybe could work for you if kind of transitioning back after the new year, after the holiday season, after your quote, break, non-break, off routine, vacation, whatever you want to call it, if you're feeling any sort of like weirdness, weird funkiness coming back into it. So first tip I have is to really know yourself. Like the more you know who you are and what you need to thrive, the easier it's going to be for you to implement the best and most appropriate strategies on moving forward. For example, if you are a total introvert and you much prefer spending time at home and you recharge by being alone and yet these next couple weeks are likely going to be filled with social gatherings or you're staying at family's house and you're traveling and you're surrounded by lots of people or you're used to working in your office and closing the door and now you're off from work and you're taking care of kids full time because your daycare is closed or your nanny's on vacation, then recognize the fact that some part of you is going to be depleted after this break. It's not necessarily going to feel like a break for you. And you may not be able to honor those important needs at the regular rate due to those circumstances, which, by the way, are not necessarily bad. Like maybe you've actually been looking forward to visiting family or you can't wait to be home with your kids 24-7 and take them on day trips or to the park or to the movies or wherever. But you still need to recognize who you are and how this could manifest for you during and after the fact. So if you're not sure about some of this stuff, like if you've never taken a personal development assessment, um, like the Enneagram or the DISC or the Myers-Briggs or giving yourself the love language quiz or even looked up your human design, you should take some time to do that. Like prioritize learning about yourself. Self-awareness is one of those tools out there that not many people talk about, but it is so damn valuable. The more you know about you, the better you can do all things in life. The more successful you can become, the more money you can make, the better parent you can be, the better spouse or partner you can be, the better you can react and cope with things that come up in life and catch you off guard, the more effectively and intentionally you can use your time and achieve your goals. Self-awareness is like an incredible tool that will help you in all of those areas of life. And it will also help you step out of this holiday season as a better version of yourself because if you do end up feeling a little bit of that post-vacation blues, then you're going to know exactly how to fix it because you know yourself and what you'll likely need to get back to a good place. So that is my first tip. The next tip is you are going to get clear on what needs to happen and then take action. So I mentioned like 
When I was feeling this way over the summer, it was really hard to muster up like the motivation and just the wherewithal to like get basic things done. So I'd recommend if this is how you feel, if you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling stressed, you've got like so much, but you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to do any of that. Like I feel like just laying here or whatever. I'd recommend making a list of everything that needs to get done, like anything making you feel overwhelmed or stressed, anything swirling around in your brain that's preventing you from feeling your best because it's just looming over you. And once you've got your list, you're going to take some sort of action, even if it's the last thing you want to do, even if you wish you had just like one more day off or it feels really hard or the list of what you need to get done is so long and daunting. You're going to take some sort of action. Now, this doesn't need to be fast action. It doesn't need to be a lot of action. You don't need to be your most productive self. You don't need to break any world records here or any personal records. You just need to do something. It can even be something super easy off your list, something that will take you less than five minutes. But what is going to happen is you are going to do it. You're going to check it off. You're going to feel a little bit happier that you got something done, that you got started, and you're going to create momentum to do a little bit more and then a little bit more and then a little bit more. Now, again, this doesn't need to be your most productive day ever. It doesn't need to be a record-breaking day. You can go slowly. You can focus on less daunting tasks But you doing something will help you break through some of that saran wrap, some of that funk, some of that yuckiness that is holding you back. Okay, so tip number two, just to recap, is you're going to get clear on what needs to happen by making that list. And then you're going to take some sort of action, even if it's super tiny. Third tip. Third tip is I want you to stay off social media media or at least limit your time on there because you know what we tend to do when we're feeling kind of unmotivated or unenergized or not super happy we avoid the things we know will make us feel better we avoid the exercise we avoid the productivity things we avoid you know whatever it is and we cave into things that we think will help us and they actually end up harming us So instead of getting up and taking the walk outside because we feel too tired or we feel unmotivated or the weather isn't cooperating, what do we do? We pick up our phone and we scroll mindlessly and we look at everyone else's highlight reels or motivational stories of them at the gym at 5 a.m. this morning and we start comparing. We start comparing our real life to their highlights and this never ends well. And it especially doesn't end well when we're not in a good place mentally, emotionally, physically, because no one else out there after a vacation is posting about how shitty they feel. They're out there posting about the vacation or they're posting about the awesomeness they feel because maybe today they're in the 80% and not the 20% after the vacation. And so we fall into a comparisonitis trap and it makes us feel worse. We feel worse because we can't relate. We start to wonder what's wrong with us. We can't understand why we're unable to focus. We're unable to do our regular tasks without feeling like we're running a marathon that we haven't trained for. We feel unable to complete a sentence without thinking about 17 other things. And it feels really lonely. 
it feels really uncomfortable to be here. And this is not the discomfort you feel when you're outside your comfort zone and you're learning and growing. No, it feels like you're in a bad dream and like you're naked in front of your colleagues or you're supposed to leave for vacation and you forgot all the luggage and the passports at home. It is like a really icky discomfort, not the kind of discomfort that's good for you. So unless you're someone who's going to see that stuff and you're going to be motivated by it, I'd recommend not spending tons of time scrolling social if you are feeling those post-vacation blues. Because not only can they make you feel worse just via the comparison lens, they can also make you feel worse because once you finally look up from your screen and realize you just spent 30, 45, 60, 90 minutes doing absolutely nothing productive, and that list is still sitting there waiting for you to take some action on it, you're going to feel really shitty about yourself. So that is tip number three. Tip number three, again, is to limit or maybe even just stay off social media. All right, my last tip here when it comes to post-vacation blues is going to be this. I want you to not expect that you're going to dive back into your life head first into what it looked like before you hit the pause button before you took that break, especially if you didn't love the way it looked before. But even if you did love the way it looked, I want you to maybe try easing back into it because it's important to honor what's happening right now, how you're feeling, what your body's telling you. If you dive back in head first into this like ice cold pool or even this like lukewarm pool, it's like you're masking something that's going on that needs time needs attention, needs reflection, needs to be processed. And if it's not properly processed and you just shove it down, it will likely end up rearing its ugly head on a bad day or unexpectedly at another time and you will really feel like you got sucker punched. So even if you would normally be like cooking and doing laundry and, you know, doing other stuff in between work calls or spending X amount of time prospecting new clients or whatever it is, like busy, productive day, I want you to remember that you don't need to be doing all the things today. You can still do your best, even if your best looks different today than it did on a random Monday a few months ago. Like you can still show up and do your best without feeling guilty and comparing what you did today to what you did three weeks ago, whenever you're comparing it to, like your most productive day. You can still feel worthy of taking a break if you only did two tasks this morning instead of normally you you get six things done before lunchtime or whatever it is. So that's tip number four. Tip number four, again, is don't expect a crazy benchmark today if that's how you're feeling. Like, Give yourself a different benchmark. Give yourself a different goal to strive for and recognize the fact that your best looks different on different days. So that's that, mama friends. Like that's today's episode. Um, I know you're in the holiday season. You might not be feeling this yet or you might not feel it at all and that's totally fine. But I wanted to throw it out there proactively to give you the tips, the tools, the thought even just the reflection piece of this before it might hit you and it might not to help you 
And this could happen again at any time. It happened to me over the summer. So uh, again, throwing it out there, I would love to know if this resonates with you, if you've ever felt some form of post-vacation blues before. How did you manage it? Did you do any of these tips? Did you do something different? I'd love to know if you did something different. So drop me an email, drop me a DM on social, let me know. I imagine what I felt this summer may not be the last time that I feel this. Like maybe it's going to creep up and I'm going to be in that 20% again at some point. But I do feel like with this toolkit, with these steps, it can definitely help minimize the symptoms and help work through the feelings more quickly without just kind of suppressing them. So until next time, keep on working it. I hope you are having a great holiday season. Happy holidays, and I will see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Mama Work It podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and would love if you could take a quick minute to leave me a review on whichever platform you're listening from and maybe even send a note to a fellow mama friend recommending it. Reviews and recs help this podcast grow and reach more like-minded, awesome moms. And if you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to click that button so we can stay in touch, girl. By the way, if you haven't checked out the Mama Work It website, please do. There are lots of free resources and great articles there that can help you with the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. So head on over. Thanks again for being part of the tribe. I'll see you soon, but in the meantime, keep on working it, mama.